Grade 7 Talk to Experts, a podcast where grade and 7 students talk to experts to find out more about their specialty. I am your host for this episode, Dallin, and I am a student at College Park School in Lincoln, Alberta. Before we get to our expert for this episode, I just want to share a little bit about who we are and what we will be doing in our podcast. We are a class of 25 grade 7 students in a non-traditional classroom setting, where we focus on experimental learning using a STEAM approach. That's STEAM, which stands for Science, Technology, Engineering, Art, and Math. We want to answer that age-old question of why do I have to learn this by directly connecting what we learn inside the classroom with the world outside the school. For our podcast, students will be contacting an expert that they know in their lives. This person could be an expert in their profession or job, or could traditionally be called a hobby or interest. So without further delay, I am pleased to introduce our expert for this episode, who is an expert on curling, Kevin Koo. Welcome. Good to be here. Let's get started by getting to know you. Please tell us a little bit about yourself. Sure. Yeah, my name is Kevin Cooley. I live in I live in Calgary right now. Um, I'm 47 years old. I curl obviously a lot. I also um, right now I'm actually at work. I don't just curl. Curling is not quite like your other sports you see on TV where that that's all you do. So I also have a have a job I, I try and fit in. Um, I'm married. I have a couple. Kids that uh, also curl. Um, yeah, that's kind of that's the main points. How many people were in your family growing up? So I had um, just that pretty small family. Uh, a brother and sister who were actually twins. They also curled quite a bit, and um, obviously my parents, but. Uh, that was about it, where we grew, where we grew up. I, I should have said, I guess I grew up in Yellowknife, uh, Northwest Territories, so um, pretty far away. That's where I, where I learned to, to start curling. But, um, you know, like I said, now I live in Calgary. I came down here to university, and, and I've never left. What is your fam? What do you do for fun besides curling? Um, I like to... I like to play good golf in the summer if, it ever, if summer ever comes down here. Um, other than that, I, I spend a lot of time. Uh, my, my kids now are, are 15 and 17, and they, they play a lot of sports. They have two girls. They, uh, they curl, and they play ringette, and they play field hockey. So it's a lot of driving around and cheering them on and, uh, and, and, and watching them watching them play and, uh, and, and hopefully, you know, hopefully they do good, but the, you know, the most, the best part is just kind of watching them have fun at, at all these sports. Where did you live as a kid and what was it like? Yeah, so, um, like I said, I grew up in Yellowknife. It's in, in the Northwest Territories. For those of you who don't know where that is, it's about a, kind of a, Probably a two and a half hour flight or two hour flight straight north of Edmonton or kind of a 15 hour drive north from Edmonton, straight north. So it was a smaller community, um, very cold in, in the in the winter, but uh, you know, it was much like um, where you guys live. It's, it's, you know, kind of smaller, so you get to know everyone. It's a good, it was a good place for me to to grow up, and that, kind of that's where I started started curling. And um, you know, I, I still enjoy getting getting back there when I can. My family, my 
family is, is still out there. I don't get out there as much as much as I, I'd like to, but um, you know, we try and get out there in the odd summer. It's it's way too cold in the winters, but uh, it was it was really good. It was a great great place for, for kids and um, and uh, you know, it, it's uh, I wish I got back there more. What was school like for you when you were younger? Well, that's, that's quite a while ago for me now, but, um, you know, it, it was, uh, I guess it was a small community, but, you know, it wasn't that small. It was probably, you know, somewhere in between 10 and 15,000. So uh, it was, uh, I guess it was normal. Um, you know, I, I don't remember anything kind of out of the ordinary or what my kids tell me these days for, for what goes on in school. But, um, it, it was enjoyable. I had lots of friends. It was a, it was a good, good school. Good schools I went to growing up in all night. And um, you know, I had I got no complaints. It set me up for kind of university and kind of the, the road I went down. What do you remember about grade seven specifically? Grade seven specifically, that um, I don't remember a lot, to be honest. Um, you know, I, I think what I remember back then is, uh, you know, it was still, it was still, it was still pretty fun. You got to learn lots of lots of neat things and do lots of things, and you didn't have kind of the stress that you get as you get closer to high school and you get to start working. Just, you know, you can go to university or college or you know, what are you gonna do when you grow up? Um, was more just go to school and have fun and, and learn, but um, like I said, that's that's quite a while ago. But uh, I remember it being, being pretty fun. What does a typical day look like for you? Well, you know, as far as curling goes, um, it's kind of two different lines. I work for an oil and gas company, like I said, where I'm at now, and so right now, you know, there's no curling ice. Kind of the off season, typical season is from September to May. We just had our last event here uh, about two weeks ago, so it, it's uh, wrapped up. And then we did about three or three or three, three or four months off. So you know, as far as curling in the summer, you know, I'll try and get in the gym, just kind of stay active, try and stay in shape, and then. Once the season starts in September, you know, a typical day, I, I'm still, if, if I'm not competing or traveling to events, I, I typically be at work, but uh, I try and practice about, you know, four or five times a week. And so I've been playing curling for, for quite a while. So, you know, a typical practice for me is probably 45 minutes to an hour. It's, it's not like it's a, it's an all-day thing. I'll try and fit it in at lunch or or after work, and and um, you know that, that that's about it. Obviously, still kind of staying in the gym to, to try and keep in shape and, and get your practice in. And then, so for curling, it's a lot of we don't really play games in, in Calgary. It's we're always traveling for to events, kind of all across the country. So. If there's if there's a fair bit of travel. A lot of those events would be kind of um, you know Tuesday or Wednesday to Sunday. So you know we leave the day before, get there, 
player events. Um, hopefully they, they go well and just kind of get back home and, and get back to work. So, um, like I said, curling isn't really a, a full-time job. Um, though, you know, it's taken me to a lot of great places. I, I've got no complaints about it. Ton of fun doing it, but um, it's it's a bit of a balance with with balancing practice and travel and my normal job and kind of my whole life as well. Uh, so um, it's a it's a bit of a juggling act, I guess, to summarize it. But um, it's been a lot of fun. How did you first get started with curling? So my my parents cut out. In the, in the Northwest Territories, obviously it's pretty cold there in the winter, so um, a lot of winter sports. Um, I played a little bit of hockey as, as a young kid, and then I, my parents curled and I got into it, and then right from there I just, um, you know, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it, was, it was, you could do it by yourself, you could just go after school, you could um, kind of do it whenever you want. The curling rink was kind of always open. It was a good place for kids to, to kind of go and practice and have fun. And, and as it went, so I just kind of um, kept at it, practiced pretty much every day when I was young. And, um, you know, I think that's what you, you need to do when you're young in a sport. I don't need to do that anymore. I've been playing for so long. But, um, you know, it was. It was just a lot of fun, and I enjoyed it. Now I would like to invite Addie up to ask her question. Um, hi, I'm Addie. Um, hey, how man. old were you when you decided you wanted to be a pro professional curler? Yeah, so I started curling when I was about 12 or 13. And, you know, back then, especially where I lived, there, you know, it's not like there was a lot of leagues or... It was a lot of curling on your own and, and um, just kind of playing the game for fun. And, and so kind of my first real, I guess, experience, we went to kind of Canadian, we went to junior nationals, so representing Northwest Territories. I would have been about um, 19. So, you know, we didn't know what to expect. It was way out of Nova Scotia. We never traveled for curling and then we, we did well, we lost the final. Alberta actually, and so that kind of opened my eyes that hey, you know, um, I'm pretty good at this. I have fun doing it. Maybe I'll, maybe I'd like to pursue it a little more. And so once I moved to Alberta, I had a lot more options, I guess, or just you know, there's just there's more more opportunities in the sport for you. So, and then curling has really taken off and, you know, it's on TV all the time. And, and um, kind of in my mid-20s, I would say, when you when you start to get exposed to playing some of the really good teams, and, you know, we could kind of hold our own, obviously, when I was younger, it was, you didn't win as much back then, you, you took your beatings, but, but if you could compete, you, you'd win the odd time, and, you still have fun and, and um, saw saw that you could do it in your in your mind. I think that's that's about when it was for me mid twenties. So that, you know that's close to twenty years ago for me now. So and I've been been at it ever ever since. Um, okay, thank you. How much oh. training did you do to get to the Olympics? 
Now I would like to invite Breton up to ask his question. Hello, I'm Breton, and how many world curling events have you participated in? Okay, so I've been to um, four world championships, and like I said, I've got to go to some really cool places. I've curled in Italy, Switzerland, China, the Olympics were in South Korea, in Japan, uh, and one world was in, in Alberta actually, so down in Lethbridge, so that was a lot of fun. So um, four worlds I, I played in, one Olympics, and, and multiple kind of what you call, I guess, your tour events uh, all around, mostly in Canada, but, but all around the world. But yeah, as far as the big ones, um, four world championships and one Olympics. Thank you, that's really cool. What would you say is the highlight of your career so far? Oh, um, I think it would be winning the, we were fortunate to win, or me and my various teams to win four Briars Canadian Championships. So the, the, the Briar is very hard to win just because there's so many good curlers in Canada. That, that would probably be the top one. Um, obviously, going to the Olympics in, in, in Korea was was great. We finished fourth, so that was that was a little bit of a disappointment, losing a couple games at the end that uh, could have won you won you medals. But uh, still, still a great experience for sure. I wouldn't I wouldn't um, trade it for nothing. But, you know, I'll look back on the four Canadian championships. That'll bring that up. Nice. Now I would like to invite Callie up to ask her question. Hi, I'm Callie. And what is it about curling that made you want to compete in the Olympics? You know, I think it's, um, it's, it's a combination of a few things. Obviously, there's, there's skill. There's a lot of strategy. Goes into the sport. Curling's a little different. You know, when you play hockey or basketball, you can you can do something on the ice or the, the court to football field to actually stop them. Whereas in curling, 
you know, on the other team shooting, you just kind of kind of stand around and watch and you kind of take your turns. So um, it's, it's, a, it's, for those that, that haven't tried it, it's, it's pretty athletic, especially some of the sweeping sweepers that are there now. So it's kind of a combination of the, the athleticism, the, the, the skill, but especially the strategy, trying to, trying to think your opponents and, and think a couple shots ahead and um, when you when you put it all together, I, I think it's a lot of fun. You, you get to play with with teammates, which is a pretty rewarding experience. I've been fortunate to have a bunch of great teammates over over the years, and and, and I just like the competing. For me, it's it's fun to play in in the kind of the big games when you feel the pressure. You're you're never gonna you're, you're not gonna win them all. But um, if you're lucky enough to be in games where you feel nervous, um, that's where you want to be. Thank you. How do you choose your new teammates? Yeah, it's so all the top curlers, especially in Canada, you, you play against them all the time. So you get to know who they are, you, you talk to them off the ice, you play them, you know, you know how well they are. So it's kind of a few factors, but um, typically you want to play with people that are close to you, you know, to get to the prior, you need to be team Alberta, so you need, um, you need primarily Albertans um, who, who live there, so you can have one other person, but um, you know, you're, you're looking for people that you know are good, obviously, these but people that I think you you get along with, um, you can have some fun with. It's you wanna you wanna win for and and um, you know that that'll be exciting for you to play with. Um, so I have a bit of a younger team coming up. I have a new team coming, so um, they're a little younger, and I think that will help me. Just sometimes you just need a little kind of a couple changes to to keep you going. And, um, but like I said, it's, you know, you know, everyone in Berlin, you know, you know, their strengths and weaknesses and you just kind of try and pull it all together. Is there anything you're looking forward to for the next curling season? Yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to, like we just said, a new team, a fresh start. I've had a ton of success um, with my last team. Um, we won a briar, we lost a couple of briar finals, went to the Olympics. But um, sometimes you just need uh, you need a bit of a change to, to keep you going. Sometimes in curling, you know, it can get a little stale and you need some freshness. So I, I, I'm really looking forward to that. We have a really young kid on our team coming up, he's about 25. So, you know, we all need to really excited to play, we to play a ton. And, and I think that'll help the rest of our team. So just it'll be it'll be learning a new team, you know, learning how good we are, what we can do, and uh, hopefully it'll go well. But um, that's for sure what I'm looking for. Nice. Has there been times that you felt discouraged as a curler? Yeah, you bet. I mean, uh, when you play sports at a high level, you're 
Tell us about an experience where you were unsure, but you chose to participate anyways and gave it your best effort. Yeah, um, I would just say, you know, that probably my early years of my career, um, just, you know, I wasn't too sure where it really was going to take me. And playing in some events where, you know, you knew you weren't, uh, you probably weren't going to do too well. Um, you know, or any specific events, but you know, you, you still played, knowing we probably were going to get uh, beat pretty, pretty good. But um, you know, you gotta, you gotta, like I said, you gotta take, use those opportunities as, as learning experiences, and and if you do that, it'll it'll definitely help you going forward. And I, I think it definitely helped me. In your opinion, what makes someone an expert, and do you consider yourself an expert? Uh, yeah, I, I guess I would consider myself an expert at, uh, at curling. Um, there, there's a lot of experts in Canada, uh, but you know, I, I think it's just uh, obviously a, a combination of, of winning some of the, the, the bigger games. And just being able to, to play in them and learn the game and you know pass pass on your what what you learn and you know pass it on to to, to the younger generations of my kids or or any kids in general. So um, I think it's you know it's part success, part um, being able to, to teach to pass it on. What do you think failure has to do with success? When did you also? When did you fail, and how did it help you? Yeah, I mean, I think this goes back to the previous question. I mean, it's very similar, but um, for me, playing curling, like I said, lots of big losses, especially when I was younger. I, I never got to a Canadian championship. I lost a bunch of provincial finals uh, before we even got to a briar. So it's, it's, it's taking something from those losses, trying not to let it get to you 
too discouraged to the point where you know you, you don't want to play you just gotta kind of bounce back and in some cases try again the next year um and, and if you do that and you kind of stay positive and you take take some positives out of those experiences it'll it'll help you when you get in those big games down the road and and, and losing some of them has definitely helped me win a lot of them just I think it takes a little pressure off you um, when you realize, especially as you get older, that it, it's not life and death. Um, you know, it is a sport, it is a game. You, you started playing it for fun, and as much as you like to win every game, that, that just doesn't that just doesn't happen. So once once I realized that, uh, I think I was better off, and, and um, it's definitely helped me. Tell us about someone who you looked up to when you were younger. Oh, I, you know, I, I had a good coach when I first started curling. Um, this was been in, in juniors, so kind of high school, high school age-ish. And, and um, you know, he just was really supportive, really helpful. He donated all his time. Do anything for us and help help us learn. And you know, looking back at the time, you know, I definitely looked up to him. But looking back, you just realize how much how much some people will help you to try and get to your goals. So you know, other than that, my my parents obviously helped pull me a lot get to where I am. And I I looked up to some just some of the curling stars back at the time too. Um, nothing like seeing. Now I would like to open the mic to questions from the floor. Uh, do your daughters curl? And what would you say if they wanted to curl professionally? Sorry, I, I missed the second part of that. Oh, wh what would you say if they said they wanted to curl professionally? They will curl. Um, they're 15 and 17, so my oldest one, she's in grade 11, she, she used to play ringette and she played ringette to, to curl a lot. She curled just about as much as me, which I would have said was, was too much, traveling around the province to, to spiel. And my younger one curls uh, as well. Probably not as much, but, she, but they, they both enjoy it. They, they, they really like it. And if, you know, if they wanted to, to do that, I would, I would tell them to go for it, for sure. Um, you, know, I would, you know, as long as they know they, they got to work hard and there's going to be lots of, kind of ups and downs along the way, you're, you're, you're not going to win all the time. You're going to take some tough losses, but uh, I, I think curling and sports in general just help you help you grow up a bit and, and keep you active and for sure I'd be very supportive. Okay, bye. Hello, uh, it's Breton again. And um, I have two questions now. So you said that your daughter, one of your daughters played ringette and quit that for curling. Um, what is ringette? So it's just kind of like, um, it's 
play hockey with this with the ring instead of a puck and you have a hockey stick but you cut off the the blade. So uh, you know it's pretty similar. You try there's goalies, you try and shoot and score, there's a few different rules. But um, it's 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 pretty big in Calgary. There's a, there's a lot of teams and they have fun with it, but um, you know, for her it was just she enjoyed curling too much, that's why she kinda left ring it. Okay, thank you. And my other question is, um, do you get paid for curling? And if so, what would the starting wage be? Yeah, you, you don't get paid. Um, you, you play for money, so at some events you can win prize money, but you're also paying your expenses, like your hotel rooms, your food, your entry fee, if you have to fly to events, um, your uniforms, so that's all on you. Sometimes you're, you know, we'll, we'll try and track down some sponsors to, to help uh, cover some of those costs and we'll put their, um, their company logos on our, on our uniforms and, and they can get exposure on, on when we're on TV. But uh, yeah, curling, there's, there's no guarantees for, for riches and curling. You don't curl, you're rich and, and you, you need a win. You, you can't, uh, there's, there's, no, there's no wage if you're not winning, I guess. So uh, it's a little different that way, but um, it's a lot of fun. I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell people not to kind of chase their curling dreams because of that. Okay, thank you. Uh, my name is Brett, and what's the most interesting place you've ever traveled to while curling? Interesting? Probably China. I've been to China three times to curl. And you just see different parts of the world, how, how many people are there. It's, just absolutely amazing. We were in a kind of a small like Beijing we played in. It, I think it was it has like twenty million people, like half the people in Canada has. So it's it's, it's crazy. Um, but but it, it was it's good to see different parts of the world. The the best place I got to curl that I enjoyed the most was in in Italy in a place called Cortina. So it was just kind of a little mountain resort. It was my first world championships, and and it was just a beautiful place. And the food, you know, yeah, it was pasta and pizza and homemade, and everyone was really nice. And um, we won, so that was that was a, a bonus. But uh, that that's that's where I want to go back for sure. But um, it, it's it's been good to see lots of different places in the world and how different every, everywhere is. Um, but, but China would, I'd say, the most interesting. Okay, thank you. Um, hi, I was wondering, um, does, does an understanding of math and physics like make you curl better or like does it make you understand curling better? 
Yeah, I, I think the physics a bit on the the rock, how the rocks will behave or or react with, with angles. It, it doesn't. Sometimes the way they line up, it, it looks very clear what's gonna what's gonna happen. But where you hit them, how hard, and uh, can really change kind of the, the directions they go. So so for sure. Um, you know, Matt probably probably doesn't come into hurling too much. Um, I would say, but for sure, physics does. Okay, thank you. That's our last question for from the floor. So we're going to wrap it up now. Is there anything else you'd want to say? No, just uh, thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's been fun. Thank you for coming, Kevin. I hope you have an awesome rest of your day. We learned a lot about curling. Thank you for my classmates for the questions, and thank you, listeners. Have a great day, and stay tuned for the next episode. to hear from you. Send your questions, show ideas, or any other feedback to talkingtoexperts at gmail.com.